Welcome to episode 51 of Story Mode, a video game podcast, the official podcast of StoryModeGaming.com, now live on twitch.tv forward slash StoryModeOz. I guess that, <laughs> and that's the type of professionalism you would expect from me, your host, Jesse Munro. Today I'm joined by, in various boxes around me, Lauren. Hey. Keelan. Hey. Josh. And Simon. Morning. Yes, yes. Good morning to you, Simon. <laughs> morning. Now, for everyone who did tune in to um to Twitch a bit earlier, they're like, hey, you guys are starting at 11. Why are you guys talking about Tomb Raider? For one, happy birthday, Lara Croft. You're in our hearts forever. Um, old Simon, old Mr. I live in a different time zone, so fair enough. <laughs> Having little snoozies, weren't you? Yeah, so... Obviously, we were scheduled to start at 11 your guys' time, and for some reason went, okay, 11, which means 8, which means I've got to get up at 8. Well, yeah, which then, oh yeah, I can get up at 8.30. I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't go back the extra hour that I actually needed to go back. So, of course, 8.30, my alarm starts going off, and I'm also getting a call from Jesse on Messenger, and I'm like, <laughs> what? It's 8.30. <laughs> we don't start for another half an what? hour. Who calls people on Messenger? But also, like, we don't start for another half an hour. Like, what? I'm confused. So I answer, and I'm like, what's up? And he's like, you coming on? I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah. What time zone is it? <laughs> well, other than, uh, you know, getting a good kiss from Mr. Sandman, as they say, how we, have we all been? How's things? How's life? Good. Yeah, good. 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 On time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Shut up. Oh, oh. <laughs> That, 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 that's a zinger coming from, from Keelan. That cut you good. Josh, how you doing? I came two minutes late, so... <laughs> he, he did. What, you trying to Just report me to my boss or second, something? Josh was third. It's great. Josh, Josh has a haircut. Mm. I thought I'd call it out on the show. Beautiful. Yeah. Is he frozen? I, th- I, think, I think Josh frozen. I think his face is frozen. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, he's gone. No! no. Uh, <laughs> everything's ruined. Oh, hey, he's back. Hey, he's back. Josh... He's back and more Josh than ever. <laughs> At least hey. it's frozen. Okay, your camera's on. But at least his frozen face was like a pleasant yeah, looking like. Yeah, it was. I'm just Yeah, like a nice yeah you look smile. really like content with out. life. Well, let's stop talking about Josh being frozen and Simon being a sleepy stick boy. Let's talk oh. about video games, okay? Um, VD, yeah. Like I said before, Valentine's Day. Oh, yay, yay. Yeah. Cupid and, 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 and fucking and stuff. What a, what a good day. Um, so we thought for- I made pie. Nice. Oh. That's, that's a cute thing. Nice. That is. I'm I not doing anything. <laughs> what do you do Valentine's Day? Too tired. Valentine's Day is made up and bullshit. All days are made up. What are you on about? Let I mean, people well, enjoy yeah, things. But- Mr. S- Mr. Sleep. You can't judge nothing today, okay? <laughs> Yeah, this isn't the dreams anymore, Simon. This is a goddamn nightmare now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. So we thought we'd discuss the best um, cop games, games you play with your partner, a loved one, best coop, a fuck buddy, if you will. Um, oh, gosh, you know. Jesse. Well, look, look. <laughs> People cel- celebrate Valentine's Day for different things. I-, I-, I embrace them all. So yeah, just just games you can play with another person. You've got massive arms to be able to hug everyone at once. Exactly. That's what this podcast is. It's just a hug around the world. <laughs> Fuck this episode got some weird energy. I'm going to start off with a game that uh, my partner and I have been playing uh, over the last few months. Uh, kind of on and off a little bit. 
so we haven't finished it yet, but and we haven't played the first two, but Luigi's Mansion 3 is excellent. I'm not a big Mario Universe fan at all. Can't be bothered with it. But Luigi's Mansion got really, really good reviews, and we haven't played a good uh, cop game for a while, so I thought, hey, fuck it. Pick it up. Give it a go. Um, have you guys played the early ones? No. No, I've, yeah. I've owned. Oh, I'm just watching the trailer. It's cute. <laughs> I've, owned, I've owned a copy of the GameCube original and never been able to play it because <laughs> the disc was scratched to hell. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, it wasn't even my fault. Times. And that fucking sucks. Because well, trying to get a trying to get a copy now, super fucking expensive. Like easily. As it should be. These are good damn games. Easily a hundred um, bucks. Any game when you're not any sort of Mario universe game where you're not taking control of Mario, kind of catches my. I don't like Mario. He's a, he's a <gasps> dick. I like Luigi because he's a loser like me. What did he do to you? Are you telling me you're not uh, Gavin famous? gave me a bad quote for plumbing. Look at his face. How can you not like <laughs> it? I didn't want to say it, but Cat Mario makes me super uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Just because Why? I shouldn't feel like I want to pet a grown man like that. <laughs> a 35-year-old Italian plumber. <laughs> pet who you want. Pet <laughs> what I say. Anyway, so Luigi's Mansion 3. He's actually not in a mansion this time at a hotel, so whatever. But he goes to this hotel, m- mystery happens, and he has to fight a bunch of ghosts, capture him. It's, it's Ghostbusters. Um, in Luigi's Mansion 3, one player takes control of Luigi. Um, you can play single player, but for the sake of this co-op, the other, play- other player plays as Gooigi. A, a goo oh, facsimile yeah. of Luigi. Like, it's like made of like pink, uh, sorry, pink, green slime. It's like Slimer from um, Ghostbusters again. Hmm. Um, now, one of the oddest parts of this game is the way that you get Gooigi. He is, I'm going to try and not sound sus here, an old man named Professor E. Gad pumps him into you in the hotel car park. Okay. <laughs> Which, when you say pumps, my do you mean, yeah. is that like multiple pumps or is it one big? Well, that's the thing. It is multiple. Now, I'm not oh. taking that anywhere, <laughs> but when it happens on screen, you do raise an eyebrow. <laughs> I have to be honest with you, Jesse. You lost the sus battle the moment you said the word Gooigi. <laughs> so- <laughs> he's just a big, slimy, big, creamy boy, okay? That's all he is. He's not creamy, mm. is he? He's not, like, made well, out of milk. You don't, you don't, you don't know. Uh, I have you tasted him? I mean, Sorry. look, I oh. imagine he probably tastes, anyway. <laughs> probably tastes like lime jelly or something, all right? I guess. Maybe apple. He would. He would I think it would taste like slurm from Futron. But anyway. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll give you that. Now, as Gooigi, you Was can- Was he wearing um, wham wazzle? <laughs> we can do a Futurama podcast. Um, as <laughs> Gooigi, you can slide between, like, through grates, through pipes and stuff like that, because you, you goo. But you're also you susceptible goo. to water. So- with two players, that means a lot of different environmental puzzle solving and stuff like that. The game's broken up over, I think it's like 17 or 18 different levels of this hotel, which you go through in a kind of a sporadic order. So you go like level five to get the key to level two to get the key for level seven. Blah, blah, blah. So you go up and down a lot. Um, as you go through, you fight ghosts, you blast them with your flashlight, and then you kind of suck them up and smash them around the room using your Poltergust G double O, or goo, if you will. Haha. <laughs> Funny, funny. Um, so often, my partner would like blast with a flashlight. I'd pick them up. You smash them across the room. It's actually really violent, but really satisfying when you do it. And mm-hmm. then you suck them up. 
and you get all these coins and you can use coins to buy lives and all those sorts of bullshit. You earn far too much money in this game. You can't spend it on everything. We have like $70,000. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we've bought like two lives, which costs like 500 bucks. So That's actually something Lauren and I ran into like super early on. Because we haven't played a whole heap of the game. Um, I think we only sat down and played it for one night. Uh, but you earn so much money and there's nothing to actually spend it on. And it's more so like, of course, it's incredibly satisfying pulling on the drawstring for a curtain and having the curtain raise and then, you know, getting a whole bunch of coins. Uh, but it kind of falls into uh, something we talked about a bit last week on our Breath of the Wild podcast. Sorry, Simon. Um, just like, you know, <laughs> not really getting any meaningful rewards. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. As much fun as it is to actually yeah. go through. But you got to suck them all up. You, you have to. You can't that, not suck that, them all uh, up. That's the thing. Oh, man, and if you got the Joy-Cons, you can feel them, like, vibrating in there as you suck them up. When oh, you um, get into that loop of, like, solving every little environmental puzzle, yeah, the coins are whatever. They're, they're meaningless at, at a point. But the satisfaction of solving those puzzles is so great that we did every single one. So every floor we yeah. went to, and all the floors have themes, yeah. so... The first few you go through are pretty tame. They're just like, you know, normal rooms of a hotel. But then you have one where there is a, uh, you know, the kitchen or where the band's playing, like this like jazz room. Um, the last one we played, we went to like a medieval time style show. So you go through yeah. there and there's like all these knights and stuff like that. The boss, each, each level also has a boss at the end, like a boss ghost. They have to use your abilities in a bit of in, in interesting ways to get past. And he was like a a ghost within a knight armor, so he couldn't use certain attacks against him at certain times. Um, there was another guy who took control off a big grand piano that started smashing across the level, and he would hide inside of it. Really clever, fun boss battles. Um, that really requires some genuine teamwork. I think that's what makes it such a good co-op game. You have these fun puzzle, puzzles that get you thinking as a team, and then they you have to put them on display when you fight the bosses. And the bosses aren't overtly hard, but they're really satisfying because it is the satisfaction of solving a puzzle. These are clever puzzles, and when you've got them with teamwork, it's a good feeling. Also, something I think really important with a uh, co-op game is there needs to be good points where you can stop playing. Because one Absolutely. person may want to play five hours, one mm. person may want to play for 15 minutes. Yeah. You kind of have to find a good median. What we were doing is basically playing a floor. So you go through, you finish the level, you get everything, you're good. We'll come back next time. I really yeah. like that. And it just does it um, perfectly. So, sorry, Lauren and Josh, you guys have played Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion 3. Luigi's, <laughs> yeah, we did, yeah. Yes. We kind of found, so we only played it for kind of, yeah, one night or so. It was a, it was a it good was a chunk of, of gameplay yeah. though. And it was a lot of fun, but I think we kept saying like, oh, we'll go back and play it. We'll go back and play it. But we just never did. And I think we were discussing it the other day, actually, because I was like, oh, we could do stream. Luigi's Mansion. Give that a go. You mentioned it on stream. Hey? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that yeah. Was it, yeah. Um, and I think we, we discussed that it kind of felt like one of the characters was doing all the work while the other one kind of spat in circles on the outside. So, like, I, um, I thought that playing as the real Luigi um, and it – me going into this expecting more of a kind of single player experience, perhaps with a bit of tacked on multiplayer that we can just, you know, cruise through together. I think personally for me, even passing controller back and forth, it felt like um, the actual Luigi didn't have a whole heap to do. 
Um, I so many of the puzzles are centered around Gooigi. So I found myself just kind of standing around while Lauren got to have all the fun. And, you know, that's just, sorry. Like, that's just like <laughs> you know, our bedtime shenanigans as well. So I'm, I'm kind of used to it. Um, you know, the third loop around the bed post, it just kind of got a bit, you know, a bit boring as well. Now, oh, God. Okay, a question, I guess, aimed at you two then. Um, do you think you, you feel that way because you only played so little? Do you think... You know, Perhaps, the, yeah. the stuff that it he did was that probably the just, tutorial. Of, it does level out as to how um, Luigi feels and plays, and you oh, go, "Cool, absolutely. that's how it works." Yeah. And then later on, it's going to balance out and be a bit more fifty. After like four or five levels, it starts to balance out. But yeah, I agree because I played as Luigi as well, mm-hmm. and there's part where my partner would go into you know through a little pipe and then go get these coins. I'm just watching like, oh, sad now. But to yeah, be fair, yeah, yeah. the first like 15, 20 minutes before that old man pumps you full of goo in the car park. You could only play as Luigi. Yeah. Um, so it's t- until you have that magical moment. Maybe um, I am a selfish oh, lover. That magical be, pumping moment. The, the, um, yeah. Ooh. That uh, Luigi, Luigi is born. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it, it kind of bounces out That's after about name. four or five levels. Yeah. Luigi had all the attention at the start. Luigi gets people for focus and then that bounces out. But yeah. It did annoy me at a few levels. It annoyed me, especially the, sh- the uh, shopping precinct area. There's a oh, lot yeah. of like well, going through graves and just, like waiting outside. Cool, watching you fight. Yeah, cool. Well, that, that's yeah. actually really good to hear then, because I, I really do want to get back to it. I mean, I love the way it looks. I think it's like gorgeous. yeah, we had a lot of fun. It's a 100%. funny game. It's genuinely it was just a lot funny. Of other co-op games that treated treated both of us as a separate but cooperative team. Like mm. separate players, but cooperative team a bit better than this one did. Yeah. I, I mean, it's nice to hear it levels out. But I do want to say, like, I love the way these levels are set out. And I always thought so with these games, even on the 3DS, like these levels are designed like little dioramas. Yeah. Um, and one of my favorite things in games, as Lauren will testify to, is just exploring tiny little environments. Oh, he loves you the know? tiny environment. I love exploring a kitchen as a little bug or something. Um, but this guy, I know it's not the same, but I did love that these like these set up with these fixed camera angles. They felt like dioramas and you could pull on every little thing and pull up every corner and go behind this wall. pulling on things. I love pulling things. One of my favorite things to do. So when you give me a game with my least favorite Mario character and I still want to pull it. Wait, fuck you. What? <laughs> <laughs> Luigi's your least favorite Mario character. Oh, absolutely, He's such a dweeb. But you're Wait, a fucking dweeb. I'll oh, fight you right now. Oh, <laughs> What's oh, happening? No. How can Luigi? Oh, I'm so scared. No. I don't have a character in any other game except for these ones. Ooh. How can Luigi so be your lame. least favorite Mario character when fucking Toad exists? What the fuck? Our Valentine's Day episode is turning to a show of hate. Okay. <laughs> Let's just all agree that Mario is the worst one. Let let me just point out here uh, that Al in the chat has said Luigi's a better partner than Mario. He always comes second. Oh, he does when you the kind of identify. <laughs> nice. <laughs> He'll probably cuddle I- you for longer afterwards as well. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, oh man, have you like the interactions between Mario and Luigi in this game at the very beginning, where they're just like two brothers just being cute. And they're just like saying good night to each night. other. Night night. <laughs> yeah, we'd walk Wait, the do they going, live night, together night. or something? I, I do kind of. Of course. I find it really disconcerting though when you walk into this hotel because it's it's Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Toad. 
And you walk in and there's these big banners welcoming you. It's like, are we the only four people here? Because, like, well, Daphne, you know, I mean, keep creepy. in mind that Peach is a fucking princess. So I feel like that right. would be yeah, but depend like that would be deserving fuck, of the okay. grandeur. That's a fair point. They that's, need a red carpet, or else they're going to be beheaded. Uh, yeah, that's like point. that's just that's, that's just true. how you might not think it, but ma- Peach ma- has a violent ma- history. <laughs> all right, royalty. Well, I mean, all the staff in that hotel, you know. Yeah, do- have you seen her butt when she jumps and she like flattens things with a with a big parachute dress? Yeah, exactly. But- but thousands were lost in the war against uh, peaches ass thousands thousands and thousands (laughs) all of the staff at that hotel did quite a good job you know welcoming us (laughs) speaking of good job i'll give you that that was bringing them back uh, really you give it you were clearly too tired because that was shit (laughs) i appreciated the the fact that you went back to then make the segue so can i just say so simon your game for this list is good job. Yes. We have a WhatsApp group, just peeling peeling back the curtain here. We have a WhatsApp group where we organize our podcast. I know these are organized. I'm shocked as well. Um, we organize a podcast, like what games we want to focus on and stuff like that. And I wrote this really long thing. And Simon, and at the end, I wrote, what game do you want to do next week? And Simon replied, good job. And I'm like, I thought he'd said that I with did a good job. Mark. Like with the stuff that <laughs> I had done for him. He's like, oh, thanks, man. But what game are you doing? Good job. Yes, I understand. <laughs> but what game? <laughs> it's like, no, no, tell no. The game so- is called Good Job. And yeah, tell us about Good Job. Lovely. It was shown in a Nintendo indie showcase um, a while ago, a little while ago. And it, I just sort of looked at it and I was like, you know what? This is the perfect sort of nonsense game. Where basically you have a mission in the level, which is, uh, let's say, the projector has stopped working. So you've got to get the replacement projector. Now, there's two ways you can go about that. You can go about, you know, pulling the projector up the little ramp and through the rooms and blah, blah, blah. Making like sure you fly. don't break anything. Or like a scrub. Or you can <laughs> set up something else, you know, plugged into an electrical uh, cord. Grab the projector, use that electrical cord as a slingshot, and send it flying through three rooms, breaking the rules, like breaking the walls and killing several people. It's great. It's job done. It is so fun. It is absolutely ridiculous. In fact, the trailer that was just on stream showed that perfectly. Yeah, you're doing. Um, You're doing a really good job. You're you're playing (laughs) as well done. You play as the son of the CEO, and basically you're just trying to impress your dad and be like, "Hey, I'm good at job." Yes. Um, This looks. Amazing. It, is, it looks I love fun the as little out. stick figure characters. It's, Josh, it's a, we got a few days. We got a lockdown. We got a lockdown. <laughs> Let's it, do it. It is a <laughs> physics based dumb game. Like it, it there's there's no real rules. It's it's kind of like in the same way that Breath of the Wild, going back to that, um presents you a, a objective, you know, get to the end, and how you get there is entirely up to you. It's the same thing here. It's you have a task. All that money. Fucking go for it. Do what you want. There was one where it's like, oh, you've got to deliver a, a package. Um, you've got to move it from one area to another, and you've got to, you've got to, you know, you can drive it th- round and through on your little forklift, or you can do what I did, which is keep the thing raised at max height and speed into the nearest wall, sending it flying, mm. catapulting it across three people. How does this? I love it. Translate through to co-op. How, how are you playing this in co-op? Um, it just has a co-op mode. It's but like, how, how does that play? He's different? got twins. Yeah. the boss has twin sons. Yes, yeah, oh. 
There's just Twin two of snakes, you. snakes, if you will. Um, and it is just, it's really fun because you can be like, oh, right, right, hold that there. Like, you, you can you can cheese a couple of things because normally, uh, like, for example, as I was saying with the... And there's outfits. With the slingshot mechanic, um, you know, you have to plug the electric wire into the socket. But you don't have to if you've got your second play. You can have them hold on to it, which means you can sort yeah. of cheese certain angles and try some <laughs> some, like, wild little shit. It's really good fun. Um, and yeah, the, uh, as you said, Lauren, there's loads of, uh, loads of outfits. Um, every, mm-hmm. every level has two hats and two body pieces oh, that you can boy. wear. Um, hats. so finding them sometimes is really, really fun. Um, and yeah, it's Love just, it's hats. just a really good time. So you get marked on, uh, your time and, um, the amount of stuff you broke. Um, the less stuff you break, the better, but it doesn't actually detract from your score at all. It's all based on your time. So your actual ranking would be, oh, let's say you got a, a cool. you got an A in time and you got two Ds on like the amount of stuff you broke and uh, the amount of money it cost, you still get an A. So mm. it doesn't, it doesn't penalize you for it. It's just like, wow, you broke so much fucking fun. shit. And yeah, it's <laughs> just silly. It's just fun, ridiculous physics-based nonsense. You know, it's only on Switch? Uh, I don't know. I think it may be on PC. Might be. Yeah, I think I've seen it as I've been scrolling through the Xbox app and all that. Yeah, 100% recommend it because we... I may be lying. We, um, (laughs) yeah, like my my partner and I spent one evening, we were like, oh, do you want to play that good job game? Yeah, yeah, I wanted to buy it ages ago. Well, cool, let's do it. Let's spend a weekend doing that. And sure enough, we blitz through most of it in one sitting and it is just fun it's just so fun it looks like genuine fun i I love this sort of like art style and everything like that yeah um it's so perfect switch games it does remind me a little bit of um have you guys played death death coming on switch no yes it is i enjoyed that so damn fun um same like camera angle and stuff like that as good job you play as death and the whole thing is you need to kill as many people on the map as possible. And they go about their lives and you like, you may like press on a flower pot on a, on a double story building and it'll fall on somebody's head and kill them and you get one spirit. Yeah. Um, but you could also time a few things a little differently to cause a massive accident, kill like seven people, get more spirits, stuff like that. Kind of reminds me of that. It seems to have that same. All about it. Twisted experimentation to it, which mm-hmm. I'm a big fan Similar of. Similar energy. And yeah. Yeah, like it, it's just it's just fun. It's um, basically endlessly replayable because you can sit there and go, okay, so we f- we finished it by doing this particular thing. I wonder if we could do it a different way. And there's no pressure to doing it or going back and doing it again if you want. If you want to, it's just if you feel like, ah, oh, I reckon we can do this better. Watch this, and you pull off something ridiculous and bullshit. It's a great, great, great time. The uh, the developers did a very good job with it. Oh, hey. Jesse, oh. he could take your job with that. <laughs> well, God, I'll, even in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, I've got my next, I've got my next little uh, segue set up in my head. But no, <laughs> is it? How much is is this game expensive though? It looks kind of like one that's like cheaper sort of games. Um, I think it was thirty dollars. About- yeah, oh, yeah it said twenty dollars here, but twenty dollars American. That's 1999. Yeah, so the seems- animations look so spot on. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's so much detail. Because it, it's got the cool, like the sort of minimalist character design. Yeah. And the only thing differentiating, like, differentiating you and your partner would be whatever outfits you're wearing. 
And we both found these lizard costumes, like these sort of, like, basically look like a lizard onesie. And we found them in different <laughs> colors. And we're like, fuck yeah, lizards. So we've just been running around just lit with lizards this whole time. It's really funny. It's a very um, pro-lizard podcast. Now, yeah. you, so you're saying, you're saying this is about 30 bucks. So you'd say it's quite affordable. Speaking of affordable, Lauren. Affordable oh, no, I got the wrong trailer up. space <laughs> adventures. I've thrown you under the bus. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, affordable space adventures. I'm sure everyone has heard of this game. Every single no. person. I looked up it the first time last <laughs> night and I will buy this game. I will play this because this looks fucking fun. I don't know if you can. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> why do I bother? Why do I try? <laughs> God damn it. All right, so affordable space adventures. It's a Wii U title. Wii U only. By uh, Nap Napnock Games, which I think was like a Swedish development company or something like that. They are no longer that. They are something else. Um, I think they kind of do other... They're not really a game dev studio now. They're just something to do with games, but not quite that. But anyway, so Affordable Space Adventures was a, um, a game that I think was our first ever review copy with uh, the previous gaming um, media website that we did. And it was, it's so much fun. So uh, basically what it is, is that you have been given the, uh, given the opportunity to go on an affordable space adventure, you know? So The titular affordable space adventure. Yeah. So there's this company that, that has advertised an affordable space adventure. So you get to go on this ship, you get to go through this, uh, this world, navigate it. And then at the end, you're promised the ability to colonize a small part of this um, new planet, you know, at the end there, once you've kind of gone through. However, the gameplay starts and your ship, the, the mothership that's carrying all the little affordable space adventure um, convoys, I suppose, has crashed no. and you need to get off. So you're, you're told that all you got to do is you have to find a beacon, like a an SOS beacon, and they'll beam you home. You go send them a message and you'll find your way home. Um, so that's your, well, that's your, that's your thing. But the thing is, is that your ship is kind of fucked. <laughs> it's kind of broken. It's kind of gone to hell. Uh, so the co-op part of this game is you have the Wii U gamepad itself. Um, let me just click out of this. It's hard navigating and also talking. Uh, so you have the Wii U gamepad itself and then you have your friends, a couple of friends with you who will be a different part of this ship's crew. So you've got one person who's the captain, one person who's like the navigator, and then I think the one person who is, they called it a tourist, but I'm not quite sure what they do. I don't think we've ever had a tourist. So the Wii U gamepad basically has all these controls on it. So there's stuff like the thrusters, there's stuff like... Um, electric boosters and as you go through this world you unlock your your ship gets fixed kind of as you go through this world and then these different environments kind of show up so you've got to use kind of what you've just unlocked to kind of get through the next part of the environment um and it it gives the wii u some really great functionality. <laughs> Keyword, yeah. The Wii U gamepad. Um, Finally, a game so, decided to use it properly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was really fun kind of sitting next to each other on a couch and just kind of uh, going into this area. Like there are some aliens who can't deal with sound, right? So you'll go into this place and if you go through with your diesel engines, like your motor engines, it's just way too loud for them and they will like shoot you on sight. So you've got to kind of stop your ship 
figure Ooh. out like, okay, so if I use the electric part of the engine, then it's not going to disturb them. And then you can go through um, and... It's uh, kind of also, yeah, it has that kind of appeal of like yeah. what I imagine a good Let's Iron Man game being like where you're just like, uh, put all my power into this part of my body. Like this is how we're going to get through this segment. I need extra thrusters here, otherwise I'm going to die. Put it, it into that. It and while you're talking of, um, to somebody, you're right next to you telling them to pump up the thrusters or something. It reminds me yeah, of yeah. Star Trek uh, Bridge Crew on VR. That's right, yeah. yeah totally. that, that that vibe. Like everyone it's has cool. a job and you all need to do your jobs in tandem and communicate for the mission to be successful. But yeah. with this game, the thing I really like is the art style because it, remind, it reminds me of, um, of like Inside. It's very bleak. Totally. Oh, yeah. It's, I like so that. It's a very Portal-esque game, like in terms of the there we go here's some gameplay in terms of the story basically <laughs> the story the way it goes it's very portal-esque so it like you know when you when you kind of go through it you'll get when you go into like loading screens and all that you'll get these like these little flashes of uh the advertisements being like totally safe like so <laughs> safe we got our safety engineer to take an extended holiday like you don't need to worry about it like we're all good this is a good company and obviously it's a bit it's a bit dodgy because you've crash landed on a uh, on an alien or planet. Is that the adventure? <laughs> the, the very that's the war. Is that the adventure? Who knows? Very specific type of game. I like. I, I like it as a game. I don't really like it so much in real life, where it's like <laughs> um, overtly positive company that sees people as disposable. So like yeah. like like Paul is a really good example of of how this game kind of the vibe is like. Come along, this is great. Like we're doing some great science here. If you die, sure, but you know, you furthered our research. Good work. Yeah, I'm yeah, that kind of stuff. And it's like the promise of like you can colonize a small part of the planet that you're on once you get to the colonizing part, and you kind of like, so yeah, it's it's definitely got that really cool little um uh where you're you're going through and you think you're getting towards the end there, and then like I won't spoil the ending, but the ending is a massive slap in the face, uh. and it's a. Uh, you know, it's just just a really good time. Was just the planet really you found the friends you made along the way? <laughs> you know what? I think so. I think so. I remember all I remember um, about it when we played it as a big group, because you can play it one play. You just have everything on the game pad itself. Like everything is just on the one screen, um, which is fine, but it is kind of hard to go through. Uh, so you've got like your, your flashlight. You've got a honk. got a horn. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a. You've got this. Sorry, like, why does a uh, spaceship need a horn? Need a horn? <laughs> Would they actually put a horn in a spaceship? I don't really know. the natives. Because there is no aliens that gets worried about sound. So when you do it, your sound meter just kind of completely like goes off the charts. You know. See, we got this this little guy. He um, if you go within his bubble, he will kill you. So you have to kind of you got to make that green. I think. <laughs> and then it'll like it'll tell you, you can go through. So like if you've got your motor running, oof, you got motor running. It'll oh, so you go blue. Um, it'll go red. And if you go inside that little bubble, it'll kill you. But if you figure out what engine to do properly, or like if you turn off your thrusters, you turn off your heat signals. There's like heat and there's cold signals and all that. He'll let you pass because he doesn't see you because he's not programmed for that. So that's yeah, no, really, really fun co-op cool. game. I that ended. I'm getting. Uh, in, in in a weird sort of sense, it kind of makes me think of Metroid in the sense that, like, you know, you start oh, yeah. off, um, you know, oh, look, you've got all your, all your cool powers from your suit and stuff, and then uh, you, if something crashes, you fall out of a 
airlock and your suit gets damaged and then ah oh, you don't have yeah, you got nothing you don't have anything and then you slowly yeah. pick up abilities and reacquire them because apparently every fucking planet has chozo but items I on just realised why this game <laughs> wouldn't do that well like, it looks like a it's not a triple A title no it is no absolutely not a relatively cheap game where you need three Wii U gamepads no 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 so it's like the, the Wii U gamepad itself is like the control panel and then you can use nunchucks or like the pro oh, controller okay. or just like the Wiimote yeah yeah so like um, I think I had the I had the head beam and like the torpedo at some point as well. So like, um, as the person kind of goes forward, you, you you'll see like a button in the top corner, and as they're going away, I'll be like, no, no, turn around, you got to turn around, you got to go up. I got to like aim, I got to aim the torpedo in this little this little like uh, crevice here and get through there. So it's like it's kind of like you as the navigator. If you are if you have the torch and all that, you're basically guiding the way through the through the darkness for the person. So like if you're if you're fucking around, you're basically gonna like. You're going to damage the ship beyond repair. Yeah, yeah. And the ship, it like it once you kind of um blow up, basically, it just kind of sits on the bottom for a while until it until it powers itself back up. So it's not like you get like a, a game over screen. It's just kind of like you're all sitting there just like, well, who did that? <laughs> <laughs> like, unfair. We're not supposed to do that. Time to reflect. But yeah. I guess I really I would love it to come to Switch. I would love it. Because they also updated it. They um put some new maps in as well. Some new they put some DLC and some new courses basically. Um with uh new abilities for your ship. And I would love it to come to Switch. But obviously I mean it could be cool if you could if you play it docked. No. So the That's way it would need to it. work is that everybody yeah, would have to have their own it? screen. That's the yeah, only I way for it to so. work. Yeah. 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 But it could work and like, via voice chat, perhaps, I, I, I online as well. Something this would be really cool off, um, you know, there's a bunch of um, PlayStation games that came out that you could use your mobile phone with. The like there was like an app yeah. for it. Mm. Something like mm. that would work yeah. really well where everyone, the t- everyone, everyone has a touch screen phone nowadays. So each 100%. person's phone becomes the little gamepad for them. That would work really well. Sony, if you're listening. Give me a call so I can tell you about somebody else's game. That that's not how it works, is it? Anyway. <laughs> and then when you land the planet, you could all become residents of that planet. Speaking of resident, and particularly evil ones, five, <sighs> Josh, what's your co-op game? <laughs> Fuck, that was so smooth. That's right, Jesse. I've brought Resident Evil 5. Whoa, that's not a, that's not a co-op game, it is. <laughs> that's what he said. Um, but it is. So... I brought this one, um, particularly because uh, Laura and I have run through it many a times. I'm in so co-op. sick of it. Get that plot. Probably about four or five times, uh, just so getting collectibles or uh, going through on harder difficulties. And it's on indefinite hiatus because no- last time we tried to play it, it was that <laughs> mind-numbingly annoying. But those first four runs, we incredible got mad times. at each other. Let's, let's incredible just say times. that. <laughs> well, like, he had a crossbow, Lauren. He was going to shoot. Like... <laughs> I think you know you bring up a really good vein of just like there are so many games that you forget a co-op because I totally. was really close to um doing Portal Two for mine where you play oh. as Atlas and Peabody and yeah. you go through all the different puzzles and stuff like that and uh, so for my partner and I um we got to a point where it's like we can't play this anymore because it was the puzzles get too hard. <laughs> co-op and we're just like we can't we can't do it but up until that point super fun but a lot of people forget that portal games have co-op modes far cry games have co-op modes and well, that's right. co-op. 
Well, yeah, like it just feels like a. I know this one cops a lot of flack as being kind of like, you know, maybe even um, where Resident Evil started going downhill. Um, and I mean, well. it's just kind of co op Resident Evil 4. Um, I'd say that um, the setting <laughs> is problematic. Uh, it's, it is kind of uncomfortable to play through it now. Um, but. You know, it's it still has its moments where you're just shooting some spiders, or you know, it's just so green. And uh, yeah, the the actual presentation of the it hue. is unreal. <laughs> it's so. Oh like, yeah, shit! That game had a really weird filter over it, didn't it? It's really. Yeah. Weird. Oh no, you're you're yeah. reminding me of Resident Evil Five, and I kind of had forgotten it a little bit. Um, it, is, is it yeah. just a case of is it the normal Resident Evil Five? campaign single yeah. play campaign just yeah. there's two of you now or, or is so it a even if you custom? even if you do play it single player you've always got um a buddy there with you so I oh believe shit you can choose, yeah you do uh in this one you play as chris redfield from the first game and you play as uh, a new character called sheva um she she never came back sheva. um but uh she's cool she kicks a lot of oh, ass god <laughs> Keelan's getting just flashed. triggered me so hard. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, watching this trailer, trailer, it's fun. This yeah, this trailer, that trailer yeah. was rough. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very. Uh, I, well, that's the only one there is. I see exactly what you mean by it being a bit problematic. For sure. Yeah, so, bad. like in this one, it's kind of like they track down um, some of the origins of uh, the T virus and the G virus uh, to South Africa. Um, and it's really you showing up looking for these white scientists that have kind of um, performed a whole bunch of experiments on uh, the indigenous people, <laughs> essentially. I'm just going to put up real quick exactly what the co-op looks like from from the gamer's side. Ready, everyone? Ready, ready, ready? God. Uh, <laughs> it just looks awful. And uh, that, oh, so you're going through. Oh, why would yeah, they do that? No. It's off-center. No, 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 no! I don't like Why? that. Why was extremely that popular at the time um, as an option to make sure that nobody? I don't know if you remember. You'd play like Call of Duty or something, and you know we all we're all familiar with uh, the four-player screen layout. You know, everyone's got their own corner, and then games yeah. started making it so that the third player would have an extra long, extra wide screen that was bigger, and they could see more of their yes. peripheral vision. So they tried fixing mm. that. By um, you know, always making it separate into four quadrants and having the spare screen be you know highlights or something, or you know, it'll have stats. A map. Um, one, yeah. The way they did it here is it's two player split screen, um, and they got these huge bars on either side of it. And every time you boot it up, it's something that smacks you in the face, and you're like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, yeah. Even if you're playing like it on full screen, like for screen. one player. Yeah, yeah, and then like um. I'll press a button to like add in. It goes back to your inventory screen. You're like, okay, cool. And then you you go, let's play the game. And then you just like, oh god, <laughs> wait, I've got to like orient. Hang on, <laughs> how do I do for, this properly? For anyone listening, imagine the screen split like horizontally, so one player's on top, one player's on the bottom, and then divide that rectangle into like six, and then just get rid of one of the six, just black <laughs> it out on either end. They could have put like your inventory there, your ammo counter, you know, your weapon, your health anything there that is fucking bizarre it's, it's weird though as well because it's so off center and it's not like ah oh, just the camera angle is off center but no like the characters themselves 
are wildly yeah. off center. Yeah. yeah. So it's like whoever you're following is stuck on the either left or right, if you're top or bottom, and then on the other side you have your your ammo and your guns and all that kind of stuff. And then you can also see what the other person has. I never quite understood that. Like, why do I need to see? I mean, I guess so you can say I'm out of bullets or I, I can see that you're out of bullets, so I give you some. But, I mean, but you're like, sharing a screen. That's a, hold, so. that's a holdover yeah. just from the single player um, when you have your, you know, oh, your okay. AI partner so you can keep an eye on their health bar. As well is how actually like off-centre, off from the actual gameplay the screen is because yeah, yeah, that's what like, I'm if saying, you're like watching this live on, on Twitch with us, we're looking at some gameplay now and it said like... Uh, press continue or whatever and on the bottom screen it just said press c-o-n the rest of the word wasn't on screen that was really i I think that might have just mm. been this person's capture i hope so because that that, yeah that wouldn't happen hey looking Um, at this looking at these like black bars on either side of the map uh is screen anything is possible in this game (laughs) <laughs> well like it was it was to be fair it was an extremely popular solution that lots of people had um back in the day like even mario kart 8 doesn't want one person having a bigger screen than anybody else um the good yeah. thing is at oh, least yeah, um it's mapped to one of the shoulder buttons that you can just turn off the ui completely so that's how we played it of course and when you want to map up you just mm-hmm. press the button and it comes up it helps yeah. a bit yeah um, but yeah. for the most part, you once do it, get used to it pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, honestly. it's something that you get used to. But I'm sure it helps that we're playing it on a huge, bloody, you know, display. I don't just, brag. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Like if you're we si- saved up for it, just like every other regular person out there. Okay. But like, <laughs> if you were playing, it, Tony sent it to us from their reviews. If you were playing it in your mate's bedroom or something, you know, and you're both, you know hopped up on caffeine or whatever, and you, you know, you're playing some Resident Evil. Caffeine and whatever. sugar. I imagine it would Probably be. I got caught out. <laughs> imagine caffeine while I take a, a sip of this gigantic can of raspberry lemonade V. Uh. Friend of the show, V, sponsor us. I need you in my life. So pretty what much it plays out just the G same fuel. as <laughs> G Fuel. Dude, apparently that <laughs> stuff's like actually got like, a, just like, it's just pure caffeine, just without yeah. the sugar. Yeah. Pretty killer. Intr- Pretty killer. Intriguing. Yeah. Jesse might be up your alley. <laughs> Friend of the show. Um, the actual gameplay is like actually just Resident Evil 4. Um, just in a different kind of setting with a really weird <laughs> filter placed over the screen. Mm-hmm. So you are going through a lot of the same, mis- like the kind of the same steps. Um, the story does kind of tie in with some of the more origins of uh, the franchise. Um they have a return of a lot of the fan favorite characters. Um, but I mean, for the most part, it really is just like a third person shooter that you're going through in co-op. Um, Resident Evil 5 didn't really have many puzzles or anything like that. Um, so it's really just like, you know, a fun multiplayer romp kind of thing. I think crocodiles though. Um, it would have been, I think it would have been a lot better in, you compare it to Resident Evil 4 and I know Resident Evil 4, when you beat it, you get a bunch of different modes, like assignment eater and stuff like that. I would have liked well, yeah. if they were going to do the co-op stuff for Resident Evil 5, they did its own custom, shorter playthrough. It's tailored to suit the co-op stuff more. Because I know that you have a partner in the single-player game, but the single-player campaign was single-player focused. So that other person's just kind of there a little bit. Mm. Um, I suppose. Well, you, you do does- get some lovely... Outfits. Ooh. You do. You get outfits. Of course, you get more ammo. You get <laughs> yeah. infinite ammo. You get more weapons. Um, you, you get know, the Chicago your progress typewriter. does carry over. Oh, so you d- you do get 
you know, all those classic uh, RE unlockables where you are, you know, you're encouraged to replay it and get more abilities and get stronger and get all this stuff. And it's a ton of fun and it makes repeat playthroughs. When it's been a, yeah, when it's been a while and then we'd, we'd uh, start it up again and Sheva would be Little Red Riding Hood <laughs> and Chris would be like this kind of dominatrix. Oh, <laughs> like God. Kind of, like chains and like leather straps and everything. <laughs> and we're just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Daddy <laughs> Chris, get up. Yeah. yeah, Daddy Daddy Redfield. <laughs> bring bring it back in Resident Evil 8, Capcom. A fucking day. <laughs> Put <Yeah>. it in. <laughs> if they could give us... Just, this is... Of course it's going to horny town. If if in Resident Evil Village they give us Daddy Redfield and Big Tall Vampire Lady, oh my then God. that is game of the year. Done. Yeah. Dust Everyone it. will give be them. sloshing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, think, sloshing. Um, I think you could say that Despite their best efforts to make this a smooth multiplayer, there's a few things that they maybe overthought. It was a little bit overcooked. I don't know. I, I think it's... Oh, no. Come on. Come That's on. Bad. That was a segue. Because no, Keelan, the no. game's overcooked. And that was... Oh, I tried, guys. I tried so oh, hard. I forced. come so far, oh. but in the end, it doesn't even matter. That, that was oh, bad. Keelan. That was bad. I'm, I'm really I'm The really, last one really minute sorry. of you speaking was awful. Let's go back. Cut, cut, cut it. Clip, cut it. Clip, it. <laughs> clip it. Clip it. Clip it out. Clippy. Pregnant clip. So, so Clippy. my partner and I, we love Gordon Ramsay. Who doesn't? Yeah, you do. Who oh, fucking like, doesn't? Fuck, fucking like great. He, he's like a millennial icon, you know? He's the person who everyone is needed in their lives to just you know, tell us, just pull your fucking socks up and get good. Because he's off. yelling at other people, that's not it. me. That's, that's why I mean. like him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Because we've all been yelled at by boomers like that in the past, right? Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ramsey's fantastic. So we wanted to play a game. I wanted to sort of incorporate a little bit of gaming into um, uh, the, the, the conversation between my partner and I, you know. And I decided on Overcooked. Yes. Good choice. Good and the Great fact that you guys game. got through it means you're a good couple because this is guys- a risky one. <laughs> Yeah, this is a risky one. There is a Penny Arcade comic that I really like, which completely encapsulates what Overcooked is all about. I'm going to read out a couple of cells from that comic to you. I feel like this is a Hamish and Andy podcast and you're reading out um, uh, Fred Bassett comic strips. Oh, the deep cut. I don't know any of those words you just said. <laughs> Lauren, just, throw, okay. just throw loss up on the screen for the Twitch viewers. No. Just loss. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I'll get a couple hey of guys. tangles. Do you want to hate someone but don't yet have a reason? Play Overcooked with them for 15 fucking minutes. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Do you want to inject poison into the heart of your marriage? Ghost Town's Overcooked will annihilate your sacred union. <laughs> guys, that's fucking real. That's legit. Um, overcooked. Do you guys know what it is? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Multiplayer okay. cooking so it's, challenge. It's basically Hell's Kitchen. It's a game about cooperation and communication. That's all that it is, um, more or less. You have to cook, uh, you gather, and you you chop, you prepare, you cook, and you plate up your ingredients, and you serve it. Um, and then you wash the dishes as well. That's a That's a key one. That's um, important. Simple, mm-hmm. right? It's a really simple concept, so anyone can pick it up and play. The controls are really simple. They're like three buttons. Um, one button is a dash. The other one is to pick things up, and there's another one that I don't even remember what does. Just throw things. Um, 
yes, in Overcooked 2, you can throw things. That's it. So it's really simple for anyone to pick up and play. So I thought this is a great option. Sorry, just real quick. I'm looking not. at the footage on the screen. Shared controller mode. Yeah, you can play oh, in one you can controller. Oh, yeah. my God. Just you can't don't do, that. do it because you will, No. you know. I'm not even married and that would lead to, to divorce. You have to leave. Like, that's fucked. Mm, I, I would not recommend you do that. You can also play Overcooked by yourself, but also I wouldn't recommend doing oh, that. Oh, that's oh, awful. No, that is awful. the worst. That does nothing for you. It doesn't work. Yeah, um, nothing for you. You basically have to play it with someone else, at least one other person, to yeah. it, It's basically um, like they really give you an that. option if you want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a not recommended by anyone. premise for a game. Like, it just, recipes come up, cook this burger, and then... Cook it. Yep. Sometimes mm-hmm. you get a slightly different burger, so just take a, make it without the lettuce. It seems so simple, right? It doesn't seem like it would destroy your relationship, but it does. It It fucking will. It is horrifyingly stressful. Um, It accurately simulates what it's like to work inside of a kitchen when it's busy. Um, Things just keep keep piling up. You just keep going. You start yelling. You start, you know, swearing at people. Where's the lamb sauce? That kind of thing, you know? (laughs) It's fucked. People need to understand that chefs are inherently broken people and that coming from the son of a chef they're inherently broken people (laughs) okay this game kind of makes me realize oh that's why yeah Uh, because a big onion man told him to cook a sandwich one day there's a story to it as well there's like this onion king and then there's this monster which is ever peckish or something like that oh yeah the ever peckish (laughs) like a giant spaghetti thing and I don't know. It doesn't matter. And it's don't forget stupid. Kevin. Um, and, yeah, yeah, Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> um, the thing about the thing about Overcooked is that it doesn't just challenge you with like the dishes that you're cooking. It's not just always burgers and stuff. Well, it is that for a large part, but the levels and the level design. So, so a lot of the time they'll be like splitting you up. It's absolutely nuts. Or you're on like a, a an iceberg or something, and everybody's slippery sliding around and <laughs> falling off and. All this kind of crap. It stresses you the fuck out. Fair work. WorkSafe would have a field day. Yeah. Absolute field day. Field day. There's no pads under where they're standing. So <laughs> it, it's um, the, the levels that like break that are together at the start and then break apart and then oh come back. God. And you're just like, no way, you've got my stuff. You've got my stuff. <laughs> Throw it over. <laughs> Throw it over. That's in the sea. Chuck it here. So, Chuck it down. Oh, man. And then they, like, have the water guns. So you got to wash dishes using water guns eventually down the line. <laughs> oh, that's no. in the second, yeah. Well, that's in the DLC in the second one. In this whole time of, like, social distancing and stuff like that, where a bunch of different YouTube channels and stuff are trying to make additional content, can we get mm-hmm. some known chefs playing this game? I want to see Gordon Ramsay play this game. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, That'd right. be so fun. So... I have a, an interesting take on what Overcooked is. Ooh, so yes. I managed to get through the first, like, maybe eight levels before my partner and I had to call it quits. <laughs> on the because game. When there, are, <laughs> when there are stars on the line, guys, oh, you I, don't, stars. I don't play friendly when there are stars yeah, on the line. Okay. Yeah, you can't move on. You need to fucking win. Done. You don't have around. You need to win. You need to get all three. So what is it about the stars? Certain, what is it I about don't stars? know. 
Because I feel the exact same way. We both do. We're here in this house. We're like, if we get we get two stars, we go like, not nah, restart yeah. back into it. Yeah. And it's just like we'd never move yeah, on from right. a level until we three start every one. <laughs> I'm just lucky if I get I a fantastic spirits. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, board. so I great. I work with four perfectionists, and I'm just like, I pass the level. Good enough. Fuck it. Move on. Yeah, you nah, can't do any better. Nope, nah. Stars on the line, mm-hmm. man. Gotta get and that's that's where you start going, you know, you fucking donkey. You're like you're just yelling at people, <laughs> fucking chucking out Ramsey quotes, calling people idiot sandwiches. It's not it's, it's not nice. I think it's okay. Yeah. And you will destroy your relationship but there's lots with of whoever giggling. you're playing this with. It doesn't have to be well, at a point. <laughs> and then it passes that point. In, I think in between the arguments too much. there's an occasional giggle. <laughs> There's, you need to understand yes. when you play the game that, like, when you play with a partner, that I'm out of the way. You need to know when to stop. Mm. Oh, that's, that's it. it. That, that's, that's it. That's, that's something it. that we come up with. Um, with rule uh, Resident Evil Five, with Overcooked, with moving out games like that, where it's just like you have to learn when your body just like is about to snap, <laughs> and you've got yeah. to put it down, and you've got to be like, listen, okay, look, we're done. Not today. Not anymore. We can't do it. And there are some days where, like, we picked it up and it would be, we would probably be about maybe three or four attempts into one level and then we'd be like, it's not today. Just not, not today. Not to go back to Daddy Chris Redfield. Not to go back to Daddy Chris Redfield, but some cop games need a safety word. I think, like, <laughs> Ramsey, like, say Ramsey, <laughs> and you stop. Something like that. Mystery yeah. Diners, stop. I... <laughs> I once I once read a um a Reddit thread about some great co-op games and of course the top comment was about Overcooked. And uh, some of the subsequent replies to that comment were people saying like, "Yeah, um tried playing Overcooked for about 20 minutes with my partner, we broke up the next day. <laughs> um uh tried playing it with my partner, we smashed through every single level, three-starred everything, married her." You know, later that month, yeah, shit like that. So um, I, I thought it was gonna be the other way. I was like, got to the end, three side everything, broke up the next day because we realized we'll never get anything better than that. We <laughs> we, we climbed the to the mountain, line. we ran to the mountain top. I realized um, there was no then, further to go. And then there was one comment where it was like, yeah, so a buddy and his girlfriend invited me and another buddy over to play. Me and oh. the other buddy, <laughs> where's this going? Aced it. <laughs> we were incredible. My the first buddy and his partner <laughs> argued nonstop. You said you failed. were good at this. <laughs> I honestly <laughs> thought you were going to say because it was Reddit, and you expected these stories to be a little bit more fantastical at times. You were going to say that they all played it really well. They got three stars and then had an orgy. I honestly thought that's where that was going. I'm like, okay, uh, fuck look, yeah. It is- that oh, that is the danger about doing games with other couples. Mm. It's it's like you don't as soon as you see them kind of start bickering in the corner, and you can tell they're trying to keep it like under their breath, and you see it, and you just like oh, maybe we Sorry. should stop. I yeah, think like, that's the danger about playing with other couples is it can turn into a game. <laughs> wow, okay, it can turn into an orgy at any given point, <laughs> any yeah, given I. moment. <laughs> Overcooked. I don't think a podcast is horny. I think Jesse is horny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To go back from the horny stuff, to move away from that very briefly. Sorry, Jesse. I blame Daddy Chris Redfield on you to to spray you with the you know the the cold water. water. Exactly. (laughs) Um, What I think I, I I think Overcooked is 
Overcooked is useful in a relationship because you go through that. That is like putting a steak on high heat. You just, you're burning it. You sear in the outside. And what it does is it, to use a cooking metaphor, sorry guys, it sears, it keeps in the juices, you know, contains the juices, the delicious. Don't, just blood juice. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, but no, you're getting a point. You, if you can put your relationship through that fire, you temper it. You temper the blade, if you will. Exactly. It's, um, yeah. It's the equivalent, it. I think, like the exactly. video game equivalent of putting together IKEA furniture. Oh, now I can't do that. No, that's no. I, I okay. That. Wait, that ain't happening. IKEA for, like flat pack furniture. I we cannot. I I'm, I leave it. Call I me. It. I'll I come can't. and do it. I love putting IKEA furniture together more than anything in the world. It's like a puzzle. I love it so much. I buy fun. IKEA furniture. I'm a, I'm we don't fucking well. need because I'm, I'm bored a fan sometimes. As well. Like now, flat pack furniture is our overcooked. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas overcooked, we have completed both of them hundred <laughs> percent. God damn it! Well, and now we have all you can eat as well. Overcooked, that's all right. you can eat. So back for more more trophies. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet, Josh. <laughs> Build up to I don't it. Know if I'm ready. I'll make the I'll make the table so you can you can flatten them overcooked for me. Okay, sounds good. Well, <laughs> before we start to wrap this one up, we have a little bit of a little announcement. We have a competition. Oh gosh. Um, to celebrate one year of Story Mode Gaming, whole year. Uh, towards the end, of, I oh, think yeah. Feb twenty fourth, twenty twenty was our first episode. Something or other, but we're going to no celebrate idea. it by giving you, the viewers, the listeners, whatever you are in this circumstance, um, a chance to win a $200 EB Games gift voucher. 200 bucks. You know how much shit you can buy with that? You know how many t-shirts you can buy? I'm wearing a t-shirt with um Isabel from Animal Crossing on it from EB Games. I'm wearing a Mario t-shirt. From EB, from Games? EB Games? Yeah. From EB Games. You can buy a bunch of clothing there, apparently. You can buy yourself a no. PS5 controller. You can buy yourself... I have a Pokemon mug. You could buy 200 copies of Anthem for that. Oh, you could. <laughs> you could. <laughs> it might not be useful. No. Yeah, it may not be. Um, but yeah, we're giving away uh, a $200 EB Games um, gift voucher. We're going to have a post out on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Story Mode Oz. Go there, check it out, give us a follow on Twitter, retweet the post, and you'll enter into the competition, which we'll draw and announce on Twitch on February 28th. So not next live recording, the one after that. Who are watching live. It's not up yet. Don't look for yeah, it. Yeah, don't look for it just yet. But <laughs> it'll be there. Soon. By the time if you're listening to this podcast, it'll be up. Um let's so go check that out. Go retweet. Tell your friends, because it's free money, basically. Yeah. That's pretty fucking good. Give it to your partner. 200 bucks. Now just a heads up, it's for Australian residents only. So Heads up there. Um, but if you do want to follow us and listen to our stuff and blah, 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 we're on Spotify and iTunes. Um, subscribe, leave us a review. We're on all other good podcasting networks, um, sorry, services as well, um, along with Fan Critical, who we want to give a big shout out to for supporting us. Uh, big part of their uh, podcasting network. So you go check them out for all sorts of movie news, TV show news, all the good news. If you want to keep up with the gaming news, though, at storymodegaming.com. Go check us out. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, at Story Mode Oz. Of course, you can also always watch us record the podcast live, um, twitch.tv forward slash Story Mode Oz. 
Um, and if you want to chuck a couple of buckarinas our way, go to Patreon, search for Fan Critical, and you get access to all sorts of bonus goodies. I went really off script for that outro, and I had to memorize all of that. So, good. All that caffeine just went through my veins. Um, and with that, thank you all for that one. That was a good, that was a good time. Good chats. Yeah. Um, thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks yeah. for waking me up, up for this. Yeah. I'm glad you are. I'm awake like now. now. I'm good. Let's do the show. <laughs> Done. <laughs> um, yeah. And for um, everyone at home, hope you go you know, play some of these cop games. They're a good time. They're genuinely, this is a really strong list of games. Also, don't special be scared out by to, Overcooked. Just not mine, because yeah. probably doesn't. Probably delicious. Um, oh, shout out yeah. to special, like honorable mention to Moving Out as well, um, made by Australian oh, developers. Yeah. Incredible yeah. game. Very fun, very stupid. And there's new and stuff coming out for it, isn't there? Yes, there's moving a DLC. 25th. 25th, it's like moving in? Yes. Yay. So they, Yay. they've got a 12 of the original levels where basically you've just got to move back in. Oh, okay, <laughs> I like that a lot. I've been yeah. wanting to play this game for a while. Yeah. I think that will make it the end. So go um, and yeah. check that out. Yes, yeah. moving really out cool is one. also a great party game as well because you can have up to four players. Um, it's I, I I love it. I played it with my partner and a couple of friends, and we just had a great time throwing beds and out the window into the moving truck, and then trying to balance like sheep on top of each other oh, yeah. as well, oh, so nothing yeah. fell out the truck at the last See, minute. I think that yeah, the people underestimate the difficulty of putting everything into the truck. Yeah, at that's the, end. the problem. And having it to stay in the truck yeah. and not roll out of the truck, it needs to sit in there. Can't be a one-off thing. No. Nah. Yeah, I think we just yell "yeet it" yeah. just constantly. Just yeet, yeet it. it. Just yeet it. We all know what four-player cop games lead to. So we'll wrap up there. <laughs> uh, I'm not Thanks sure, Jesse. Thanks for Is tuning it? in. Thanks for watching. <laughs> I'm gonna guess it's the same as we'll a five-person podcast. We'll leave it up to the minds of the listeners. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Play some games. Stay safe. And um, mwah! bye. 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 I clicked it. I did it. I clicked the button.